everyone and welcome back to the Rainbow Dice Club. We are an LGBTQ2IA plus actual play D&D podcast coming to you from wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Lex. I am the DM for the podcast. My pronouns are they, she, and I am joined by our usual band of misfits, aka the unusual order. Hello. My name is Ariana. My pronouns are she, her. I play Alara Spinnelspark, whose pronouns are also she, her. And she is ready to go through a portal. Yay. And pound it. I did not say that. I did. That is not canon. It is. It's in my in my head canon. And I'm the DM, so head canon for me is real. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends. My name is Wayra. My pronouns are she, they. And that's it. No. I play Varys. Hello. A half orc, half elf barbarian, whose pronouns are he, they. Hi, I'm Zoop or Supriya. My pronouns are she, her. I play Ziva, whose pronouns are also she, her. And she's not really sure why we're traveling, but it seems like fun. Hello, my name is Dusty. My pronouns are she, they, and I play Ivy Nightbreeze Tinkerfay. Her pronouns are she, her. And um, just, I guess, a little fun fact about me is I'm really obsessed with this Dr. Pepper strawberries and cream pop. This week, we're shouting out Dice Up Games, an indie publisher creating family-friendly games, books, and activities to help introduce more people to the wonders of storytelling games. With games like Color My Quest and Adora Blends, as well as picture books like Finding Familiars, you'll have fun with the whole family. Find them at Dice Up Games on Twitter or the link in our show notes. Now, before we get into the episode, a few content warnings for you. Today's episode includes profanity. Last time, the group started their journey to the Feywild portal in the Prismatic Coves. They all bond over camping for the first time, and Ivy teaches everyone a bit more about the Fey and where she grew up. Alara and Ziva finally take a look at the Nishadi statue and the diamond orb Ziva received from Nishadi, and figured out that the two items together are more powerful than they anticipated. As they all continue on the journey, Ziva accidentally summons a rainbow unicorn from her childhood, and Starburst joins the group. Another night of camping starts with Ivy singing the group to sleep with a beautiful song and ends with a pack of direwolves targeting not just the group, but also a baby owlbear. The group jumped into action and found out that a nearby mimic was just as invested in protecting the owlbear cub as they were. Alara returned to sleep, feeling guilty for running into battle without backup. It's been a little over a week since you guys had that encounter in the woods with the direwolves and the baby owlbear and the mimic that was trying to protect it. For the most part, this trip has been pretty uneventful. You've passed through some small towns, maybe gotten a chance to restock here and there. As you guys have been walking for the past week, have any of you guys done anything of note that you'd like to mention? Alara would like to have taken apart the gadget that Alessandra gave them. Why? Just to see what it looks like on the inside and figure out if she can find out if what he said was true about it. Make a tinkerer's check. That's a natural 19, baby. Okay. So 20, uh, 21. You managed to take it apart without breaking it. Mm-hmm. Now make an arcana check for me. Can I have asked for Varys to look at it with me and I can have advantage? Sure. All right. Okay, that is a 15 plus. Oh, yeah, that's a 21. So you would have gleaned from this that this machine, its goal is to read different 
arcane measurements surrounding interplanar portals, specifically a sort of magic that connects different worlds. And it measures kind of the strength of that power at given points in space, literally in space in terms of like where you are in the world or in the universe. Okay. I would also like to essentially write down the schematics of it because I want to try to replicate it at some point. Of course you fucking do. I will have taken notes on how it works and how it's all put together and I will take it apart and I will put it back together so that I remember how to do it. And I will, whenever we're in a town, I will be looking for materials to begin replicating this gadget. And so I just kind of start compiling that list. I would also like to look at the watch in a little bit more detail and potentially maybe take that apart too and take a look at it. I don't know. All right. You want to take it apart? Yeah. I do. Make a tinkerer's part. If anyone sees me doing this, Please. I'm just going to say I'm not hiding it. Ivy's 100% just watching. Mm -hmm. She's just interested. That's an 18 total. Okay. Who is screeching? Wayra. Because it genuinely could be either Zoop or... It's not uh, me. It's me. I'm sorry. I'm just freaking out because that's our tuning fork. Please. <laughs> yeah, you take it apart. What are you looking for? I want to know how it works also and write down the schematics on how do I can replicate it. <laughs> Make another Arcana check. Okay, so at this point, I go to Varys with an open watch and I go, I go, hey, um, I took this apart and I am trying to figure out how to see how the magic works. Can you help? Hey, Varys, can you, when you take a look at it, can you make an investigation check for me? <laughs> I know what you're going to say, and I hate it. <laughs> Did I break it? 22. <laughs> so with that, you notice that it's still ticking, but kind of like a little off. It's not as consistent as it used to be for whatever reason. Some part of the mechanics may have been busted when... Alara pried it open. The DC was a 20 to open this without breaking it, and you got an 18. That's okay. So I broke it. So you broke it a little bit. Can you make an arcana check to see if it's still operating as, a, yeah. like, it's connecting to Aurea? That was a 24 on my arcana check for, I don't know, whatever it had to be for. At 23. So 24 from Alara. You can, you can figure out that there are, you see some little runes in there that are connecting to the time and place of Aurea of Minthis as a whole, and specifically of Aurea. You can kind of figure out how it works to some extent. Varys, when you look at it, you see that some of these runes are slight, like one of the runes is slightly chipped after the watch was opened. So it's still working, it's still connected to Aurea, but its connection to this plane almost, or to this world is a little bit less uh, solid. So it may not, once you, if you leave the, it may not hold for as long as you'd like it to. He takes a, a, a deep breath. Laura, mm -hmm. the rune that tethers this watch to Aurea has been chipped, which means that the time is now off. And when we use this to try to teleport back to, you know, the symposium, I'm worried about how off it is. Maybe keep an eye on it before we go through just for a few minutes. Yeah. Um, okay, I know how to recreate it now, though, so... Oh, that's cool. I can maybe start doing that. What did, what's Ivy been doing in the past, in the past couple days? <laughs> I think she's been trying to gently coax Bia into making friends with <laughs> Pearl, because she remembers how much she wanted to make friends with Norman. 
and that just wasn't gonna happen. But now here's like another animal friend. I genuinely think that there's like an instance where Bia and Pearl are like just looking at each other and Bia reaches a paw out slowly and just gently baps her <laughs> like a cat. I think Pearl does that thing where she like goes down and she puts her butt up and wags her tail and then she runs away. <laughs> yeah, um, but I really want Ivy to have watched this exchange that just happened. <laughs> just watching did she say anything? No, I think maybe she and Varys were talking about something for a second. And when there was like a lull in the conversation, that's when Alara came over. Alara runs up with the watch. <laughs> and so Ivy's just kind of like, with like a pained sort of smile, watching what's happening and seeing the look on Varys' face. There's a, there's a very, there's a vein on his temple that wasn't there before. <laughs> <laughs> Ziva, what have you been up to in the past couple days leading up to this or throughout this? I don't know. She's probably drawn some. She's probably... She does ask everybody what their favorite scent is and what their favorite sound is. Or she she ferrets that out from people. Maybe she doesn't ask straight on, but she ferrets it out because she's learning that People have different smells that comfort them and different sounds that comfort them. And she might be trying to learn things like learn cooking, learn crocheting from Varys, learn cooking from... He knits, but it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, cool. You get better by teaching somebody else. Any towns that we've gone to, she's performed at and she's... Uh, enjoyed meeting the locals. All right. Well, speaking of towns, one day, as you near closer to the Obscurities Mountains, you come to the town of Atril. And it's a pretty small town near the mountains, pretty easy to overlook. It's getting late, and you're all heading on into the tavern. You guys have just been stopping for the night and continuing on, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Varys, make a perception check for me. It's a 12. It's not very good. As you walk by this shoddy old wooden building, you glance over and see a small board plastered with posters. You barely give it a glance, and it takes your brain a second to process what you saw. You do a double take and see a paper half ripped and kind of water damaged from the rain. Do you walk closer? Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's check them out. You see it's a weathered, wanted poster. The black ink all runny from the rain, but you make out the name Aurelius Latimer, leader of the Resented, active. Part of the description is ripped off, but you can read gold eyes, tan skin, about six foot two. And the list, well, what you can make out of the crimes reads terrorism, spree killings, theft, and the word artifact. At the bottom, there are some smudged words that read, highly dangerous, report, and local law. He will kind of note that, not say anything, and just move along. All right, so what else would you all like to do in the last days of travel? So I think one night while Alara is on watch, when everybody is sleeping, she's going to be sitting outside, and she's been tracking... I think how many days it's been since she sent the letter to her parents in Halsvier. And I think that she's calculated that they should have received the letter by now. And so she is 
worried that she's going through a portal into the Feywild and she hasn't talked to her parents in like two months since before Pearl got deactivated and Penny and Aiden left like that was the last that they heard and then they received a letter about all the insanity that was happening in Dragon's Nest Mm -hmm. and so she takes a um a little like seed pod out of her pocket along with a vial and inside of the vial is a couple of strands of like dark black hair and she wraps the hair around the seed pod and she digs a little hole in the ground. She puts the seed wrapped in the hair in the ground and she waits. You sit and you're watching and at one point you realize that there is a small little bush starting to grow up out of the ground with this bundle of purple and yellow lantana flowers. They kind of cluster almost like hydrangeas in a little bundle with the purple ones lower down and the yellow ones up top kind of at the center. And this flower appears and it kind of faces you almost like it leans towards you. So I think she gets down on like her, you know, face down so that her like she can kind of put her elbow, prop her elbows and put her hands um, under her chin. So she's kind of really close to the flower. And she just goes, she goes, Mom, hi, uh, I miss you. I'm okay. It's okay. And then she stops realizing that she has very limited amount of words that she can speak. And that's not an easy task for Alara. She thinks like really, really hard. And she goes, made new friends heading toward Kalar. Don't worry about me. Staying safe. Pearl's back. Sending stone. Coming. But I think the word coming gets dropped off because that would be the 26th word. So she just gets sending stone and that's it. You hear a moment later, a familiar voice speaks into your ear through the, through the flower and you hear your mother's voice respond, little spark. I miss your voice. Glad you're safe. Sorry about Aiden and Penny. We'll see you soon in Kalar. Stay in touch, sunshine. Aww. Are you fucking kidding me? Alara has good parents. And the flower, (laughs) following that last word, wilts and falls to the ground as the spell is completed. And she picks it and she puts the dead flower in her hair. Is there anything else you guys would like to talk about before we... Enter the town of Tiramon. I have some things. <laughs> that was fast. Go for it. Yes. <laughs> well, I will say, do they stop in any other towns before getting to Tiramon? Yes. Uh, you all stop in another small town called Reus on the way. It is the furthest town east toward Kalar before you'll all make your way south to the obscurities. Okay. I would like to check the boards in this town as well. You enter this town and it doesn't take long to see that this notice board is bigger and housed under an awning that protects it from the elements. You see the poster that you saw in a trill. It's aged, but entirely intact and legible. Hmm. The poster reads, Wanted dead or alive, Aurelius Latimer, leader of the resented, active, golden blonde hair, gold eyes, tan skin, lean build, six foot two, and approximately 24 years of age. Wanted for crimes including, but not limited to, terrorism, kidnapping, and forced confinement with intent for ransom, arson, manslaughter, first, second, and third degree murder, theft of major arcane artifacts, premeditated spree killings, among others in conjunction, re the resented. If seen, do not engage, highly dangerous individual, Get to safety and report to your local law enforcement. You see another one in a similar script. For an individual named Kerwin Hamel, 
right hand to the leader of the resented, active. Jet black hair, silver gray eyes, dark tan skin, six foot one and approximately 23 years age, heavily scarred face and body. You see the same list of crimes, terrorism, kidnapping, murder, one, two, three, etc. And at the bottom of this one you see, if seen, do not engage. Highly dangerous and mentally unstable individual. Get to safety and report to your local law enforcement. And another poster for Deantha Fenwin, left hand to the leader of the resented. Active, raven black hair, red eyes, pale white skin, five foot seven and approximately 23 years old. And the same list of crimes again. Wanted for first, second, third degree murder, premeditated spree killings, kidnapping, if seen, do not engage, etc., etc. Then another for Orphir Duncaster, boot of the resented. Dark blue, almost black hair, lilac purple eyes, light blue skin, tusks, six foot four and approximately 25 years old. And yet again, the same crimes. Arson, manslaughter, theft, it goes on and on. If seen, do not engage, highly dangerous individual, get to safety and report to your local law enforcement. Do you do anything? Yeah, so... <sighs> you know what? No, not really. He's just gonna kind of make a note of it, I guess, and um, try to keep his composure. I think that he kind of fidgets a little bit. Just like reading them, like tapping his hand absently at his hip. But other than that, no. Nah. He's really reading them over though. Very focused. Do we see... Is Varys doing this alone? Like breaking off from the group? Or do we see... I mean, you can be with him if you want. He goes and does this in every town they go to. So, it's up to you. I think actually Ziva is also... Also wants to check out the boards. Does anything strike her you see uh, some old as you're heading further south you're seeing some old posters with upcoming dates for different troops you don't recognize this any of these but you you wonder if this is going to be a new route for some of the troops okay so i think that alara eventually notices that varus is checking the boards okay but she actively stays away from kind of like looking at them or even reading them. Okay, fair enough. On the rest of the list, it's only one other thing. Okay, Liam O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to open Alessandra's letter and read it and memorize the signature and then reseal it. <laughs> He's going to make an arcana check first, though, to make sure that there's nothing that will signal to Alessandra. That he opened Make it. Make an arcana check. So I broke the watch. Is Varys going to break the letter? That would be funny. 21. You don't see anything magic. There's cool. nothing seemingly magic about it all. You look at the, the seal. Have any of you like really looked at the seal that's, that's pressed into this? Absolutely. So the seal is an eight-point star with the top, like the, most, the north one and the south one, both kind of the edges of the point curling up into like filigree heart shapes with an ornate cursive D in the middle for Delange. That is the seal that is pressed into the wax on the edge of this scrolled up letter. 
as you kind of open it, well, I'd like you to make, first of all, a sleight of hand to see how well you open this. 23. So you manage to kind of slide your finger along the edge of the letter and... Oh no, he's going to use a letter opener, very gently crease it through. <laughs> Jesus you know. fucking <laughs> He's well practiced in this, dude. Can Alara just be like looking over your shoulder while you do this? Has his gloves on, no fingerprints. <laughs> Ziva watches all of these shenanigans. Ziva's watched Alara do shenanigans. Ziva's watched Varys do shenanigans. Alara is so close to you, like just watching every move you make with your hands and trying to memorize how to do a forgery. You managed to you managed to open the letter without breaking the wax seal, and you open it up. Inside, the letter reads to whom it may concern. The people carrying this letter, otherwise known as the Unusual Order, have my, Alessandra Delange's, permission to approach, cross over, and investigate the portal that is located at the Prismatic Coves on the edge of the Obscurity's Mountains. Should you have any concerns about this, please reach out with the following sending stone number, and I will ameliorate any of your concerns that you may have. Regards, Alessandra Delange, head of the Delange Center for Scientific Exploration in Kalar. When I read that over Varys's shoulder, I'll just go, oh, I guess he's not the president then, and I'll walk away. <laughs> cool. Uh, so he takes a moment and uh, looks at the signature. At the bottom, you do see his signature, and it's this very flourished, very like elegant cursive signature that reads very clearly despite it being incredibly flourished Alessandra Delange wonderful he's going to do something fun he's going to uh, take another piece of paper Alara's going to come back and watch this one um, that's thinner than the rest you can kind of see through it and he's very lightly sleight of hand check going to trace over it why are we like this natural 20 no way <laughs> <laughs> For a total of 25. So you masterfully forge his signature onto this uh, tracing paper, and you can add an impeccable forgery of Alessandra Delage's signature to your inventory. That Wonderful. is amazing. I will add that, and now he's just going to reseal it very carefully. So, uh, yeah, he uh, gently... So he's going to refold it the exact same way that it was folded before following the creases. Or roll it up if it was rolled up. And slightly heat up the uh, the seal just so it seals up again. Exactly. Yep. Amara is impressed. Ziva's been watching this whole time from a tree. <laughs> I love it. As you guys start to approach the Obscurities Mountains, so you're not hitting, heading to the top of the Obscurities Mountains. You're heading alongside the Obscurities Mountains to a portion that overlooks the Prismatic Coves, which are these picturesque, coves made of that look like they're opalescent hasn't hence the name the prismatic coves they reflect light in a very rainbow sort of pattern and you are all following the road to the town of tiramond it is a walled town so as you're approaching you this portion of oria you start seeing these large walls erecting as you start to approach the town and this town for those from this 
world, you would all know, the walls were were placed in a way to not just protect the town from from things coming out of the portal, but also to kind of help keep the town contained, keep the people from going in. It made for very simple entry and exit points as you approach the the portal below in the prismatic coves. As you all approach, is Ziva still on top of Starburst? Mm-hmm. Okay. So as you all approach, with a pseudo-dragon, a purple pseudo-dragon flying above, Ziva sitting atop a white and rainbow-colored unicorn, and the other three walking alongside this horse, this unicorn that's- Well, if everyone's walking, Ziva's walking too. She doesn't want to be left out. <laughs> but you're all approaching, and- as you guys are approaching the city of Terramond, you see the large walls appearing in front of you. At the top of the walls, none there you don't see any guards in place on this side. You do see somebody at the bottom monitoring the people coming in and out of the city. What do you all do? Well, who would like to be the one to present it? Or do you want to try to sneak past? Oh, I'll do it. Sure. So you all walk up and this you approach this person and they they look at you and go, state your business. We have been sent by the magnanimous Alessandro Delange to pass through your city and into the wilds beyond. Okay. Um, if you need a letter, I have it here, but I don't know if you're the proper person to give it to. I am not, but I would like to get all of your names, please, so I can keep a running roster. Yes, our names are the unusual order. You can write down that there are six of us. I see four people. The pseudo-dragon, Bia, and the unicorn, Starburst. He looks at Starburst up and down, taking in the sight of a unicorn, and this is somebody who has never seen a unicorn, and he just goes, I'm fairly certain that this isn't allowed in the city. Will you be the one that will be pulling our cart then? Diva. Roll intimidation. I'm going to use my Tides of Chaos. That is a 22. Nice. He looks at you, Ziva, and just goes, nope, not going to carry a cart. Just do do me a favor. And he pulls out a, a, little, a little cork and hands it to you. Just put this on the end so it doesn't stab anyone. If he's never seen a unicorn before, why does he have corks? He drinks on the job. Okay. I was about to say, make an insight check and see if you can see the wine bottles lying around. <laughs> so he hands you a piece of cork and he just goes, just put this on the end so it doesn't stab anyone. Uh, he would not stab anybody, but in case he gets feisty, I will hold on to this. I don't think I'm allowed to let you in without you actually putting it on the horn. Would you like to show me in your charter where it says that? Ivy plucks the cork from her hand and shoves it on. Can we please go? <laughs> yeah, just, okay, just go, go. What were your names? I got the unusual order, but what are your actual names? I need more than just your group name. I'm Alara Spinnelspark. We're going full government, okay. Varys um, smiles a bit and says, Varys Amante, pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Ple pleasure to meet you as well. And he kind of, he's a little shorter than you and he looks up at you a little bit like, he shakes his hand firmly with a charming smile. He just kind of blushes a little bit. And he looks at the other two. Uh, Ivy, Ivy Nightbreeze. All right, Ms. Nightbreeze. Uh, and, and finally, uh, Ziva. Just Ziva. No surname. It's Ziva Nightbreeze. Okay, I just needed to write that down. Um, you know, it's kind of 
we keep track of who comes in and comes out. That's all. Enjoy the city. And he steps aside very uncomfortably. What was your name? Well, well my name is Rogerio Menez Mora. And as like as Ivy and Ziva walk past, he kind of like gives a slight bow and he's just like, enjoy your stay, ladies. Ivy does a two finger salute. Alara pulls her jacket and does like a curtsy. Maris <laughs> <laughs> snickers as they get out of earshot. <laughs> Uh, as soon as we get into the city, Ziva plucks the cork off. <laughs> Fine, whatever. So you guys walk into this very busy, bustling city. There are walls all around you, and you can see that it is full. Like There are buildings and taverns and all sorts of different businesses all kind of crammed into this space. You know, it's it's almost like it's about the size, square footage or square square kilometer wise of Dragon's Nest, but Dragon's Nest, Dragon's Nest was so much more dispersed and less populated, and this has easily three times the population crammed into the same amount of space. You would be safe to assume that going up to any tavern keep, they could get you in the right direction. There's not a sign that says portal this way. Absolutely not. But are there notice boards? There are boards, and I'm not going to make you roll perception because you can see from where you are about 15 feet away a face sketched on one of the pieces of parchment. Dark tan skin, jet black hair, silver gray eyes. The left side of their face contains several jagged scars. Below, large block text letters that say, Wanted dead or alive in all caps. Kerwin Hamel, right hand to the leader of the resented. But now this one says missing in action. And it gives a description of what you, what you saw in the sketch. The crimes again read the same. Kidnapping, theft of magical artifacts, Ransom, murder, everything you've seen before, but this one has an addition. It also reads at the bottom, Wanted for the murder of the Hamel family. When he sees that, Barrett will kind of stare at it for a long, long time. Like, longer than necessary. Ivy is going to elbow him to get his attention and go, uh, Vez, you good? Pardon me? Yeah, no, sorry, I'm, I'm fine. And uh, he'll turn away from the boards. Alara, in the corner of your eye, you look up as Varys is starting to walk away towards Ivy. And you see the picture that was on the board that you couldn't see because they were in front of you. And suddenly you're reminded of why you don't look at the boards. You know the name and you know the face. Your brain is kind of like pulled back really quickly about three years ago to an evening in a town, a small town called Palebrook where you met an unnamed stranger by a riverbank. His hand was badly injured, and you helped him. What are you thinking right now? I'm thinking that this is a memory that Alara tries not to remember, and she's kind of tried to forget about, and that's why she doesn't look at the boards. You said it says missing in action, yeah? Yeah. I think that when she reads that at first, she kind of smiles, and then... She probably looks pretty concerned, but I, I think she just walks away and catches up with the with the group. Do you want to say anything to them or? No, absolutely not. Fair enough. Okay. Thank you for thanks for asking. <laughs> so where do we go now? Um, we should have asked Rogerio where his 
guard person was that can tell us where we need to go, right? Or do we want to just like hang around? Excuse me, miss? Yeah, yes, yes. You are talking to a short little gnomish woman in a floor length kind of day dress. What is the um, ruling structure of this town? It's military based. It's military based. So if we were to <laughs> It's run by the by the by the watch by the watchman. And please excuse my friend. The gagging. Honestly, I don't I don't blame her. That's it's kind of nasty. She had something fungusy for breakfast. Hey, my cooking is fine. <laughs> so if we uh needed to present ourselves to the people in charge, we would head to the barracks. You can head right there to to the watch guard. It's on the wall where they stay. She points over at like an alcove in the wall. Who would be the top? I don't know their names. I try not to make myself well known to them. No, 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 that's fine. Um, what is your favorite tavern in the area? My ta- my favorite tavern? Well, you know, the Dusty Nook is a great one. It's a little hole in the mo- hole in the wall. Thank you. I will head over. Why don't you all stay here for a second? And I'll head over to the wall. No, no. No. Ivy's following. Uh, Varys does thank the old woman for her time and head off. No, no problem. Just keep your head down. It's not worth it to stick your neck out all the time. Good to know. Thank you for the advice. So you walk into the, you walk into the wall, you walk in towards that alcove that she pointed out to you, and you are immediately faced with a set of stairs, a set of stairs that leads you up, higher up. And so you start going, so you start walking up these stairs and you end up on a landing that's only about 20 feet up from the main ground, so about a story up. And you are faced with this, it's a narrow hallway because you're within the wall. The wall is about 15 feet thick, so it's still fairly narrow on the inside. And you are faced with this corridor of what looks like a bunch of servicemen who are all sitting at desks doing different bureaucratical work as they are sitting in this wall. What would you like to do? Also, um, are we are we going to like go through the portal today or are we going to like hang around the town for the night and maybe like come up with like a plan or? Honestly, I would like to get this done as soon as possible. You mean like go in and go out? Um, you are not looking forward to going back into the Fey, are you? It's not that I'm not looking forward to it. It's just kind of like pop in, make sure everything's fine, do some readings and then pop back out, right? I mean, we've got a lot of other things to do. I don't want to spend too much time to get back to your sinister symposium. Well, we have this watch that is working really very well. Um, is it? And yes. That's not what Vera said in his sleep the other night. I'm sorry, did I say something in my sleep the other night? Yeah, you kept muttering about how Alara ruined the watch. No. And how we were all screwed. Sometimes you like to sing in your sleep. I'm the only one who would be screwed by missing the symposium. I don't know what anyone else has to get back to. Ferris looks like he's having a crisis. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a big deal for you, and we want to make sure that we're there to support you. Can I make an inside check on Ivy? Yes, please. Somebody, please. This is happening it's right now. Right in the natural one. One. Okay, natural one. You don't get Jack from Ivy. You. You think Ivy really cares? I go. 
Ivy, I'm really thank you for being so concerned um, about the symposium. I am I'm really grateful. But if just so you know, if you want to stay in the Fae a little bit longer, I would be totally okay with that because I have this watch and she'll flick her wrist. I mean, I, I, if it works, if it, if it happens, it happens. You know, it's one of those things. Okay. Um, I just don't think that it, it, it would take too much time, you know, going to my city. Well, let's just see what happens when we get there. And, you know, we have to get the gems as well. So, I- excuse me. Yes, Ferris? talking to the desk people <laughs> as this is happening you're standing right in front of a lot of law enforcement who are supposed to stop people from going to and coming from the portal well we know we have a letter so excuse me good person we are looking to pass through to the other side we have a letter of written intent who do we give that to well, let let me take a look at it and see see if Paula can can do anything before 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 I bother her. We must give it to the right person. It is sealed. Well, can I at least see the seal? Absolutely. Um, it's from the president. That's not from the of the science guild. Ferris <laughs> takes it out and uh, hands it over. She inspects the the seal to check and see if it's completely sealed shut, and it looks at it and notices the importance of what this seal this crest means he goes oh 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 please please follow me i'm gonna take you straight to paula this is clearly yeah okay let's go let's go and she looks almost like excited you know this is like something actually happening for once (laughs) and so she takes you farther up in another level up in the wall where you come across a large large room at the end of this hall another hallway and you meet this very tall lanky elvish woman with auburn hair and freckles across her face and these just clear clear blue eyes looking at you and she looks at this 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 sentry that has ushered you all upstairs and sees the kind of excitement but also attempted control that this this young this young person has takes the takes the letter and goes thank you you are dismissed but this woman paola looks at you and just goes and who who do i have the honor of speaking with today who who brought this this prestigious letter the unusual order nice to meet you oh what an unusual name we have to pass through your fair town to reach the other side and the um portal oh my god why are you putting that in air quotes it's literally a portal to another world Yes, but Paula looks at all of you and just goes, "Interesting." And you brought this letter just to confirm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And I can see that the seal is untampered with. Mm-hmm. She opens it up, cracking the seal in half. I think Alara will is just gonna like nudge Varys as she opens it. But she cracks it open and reads the letter and goes. Okay, you need to give me a moment. I need to step aside and and verify some of this. And she steps away for a solid couple minutes to do what you would presume is plug in that very long string of runes. Call our sugar daddy. And call your sugar daddy. And after about 20 minutes, she returns and goes, well, it looks like this is all accurate. I am astonished that anyone is getting authorization to go through the portal um why no one has gone through the portal in 200 years 
And nothing has come out either, right? Not that we're aware of. We haven't seen anything come through. Okay. Nothing's come out. He just wants us to go in and just take some readings and we should just, like Ivy says, pop in and pop back out. I would like you to know, Ziva may not be intelligent, but she is wise. And it is only that which stops her from saying all the wrong things right now. <laughs> she goes, well, all right, well, we will keep an eye out for your return, I guess, but let's... Oh, there is a chance that we may not come out yeah. via portal. We do have means of teleportation back to this plane. Oh. Yes. Oh, uh, may I see these means? Is it a spell? Is it a scroll? It's a scroll. Oh, would you mind if I just take a look at it? It was given to us by Alessandra, and she he'll, he'll hand it over. Uh Paolo unscrolls the scroll and looks at it and just goes, I'd just like to verify that you haven't been duped. Um, this is this is a true scroll of teleportation, of course. Um, Insight check, please. Do I think that she is trustworthy? No, I don't trust her with a temper pole. But. <laughs> 24. You don't get any sort of vibes that she's being untowards to you. She's genuinely looking at it and she finishes her statement and just goes, that. All of these scrolls tend to have some sort of registration that we can monitor to some extent. So, so much monitor. It's kind of sketchy. This way, should when you come through, you can always reach. You can always reach back out via uh, sending stone, and we can verify who has come through. Do you have a sending stone of which we can reach you at? Of course, and she hands you a card with her rune rune number on it. Thank you. And what time of day is it? Uh, it is about 2 p.m., give or take. Uh, so how far to the portal? If we go down into the barracks below, we can actually walk all the way around the city, which is quite fa much faster than, than going through the center of the mm. city. Do we want to rest before we go through and meet again, or shall we? If you all need some time to collect yourselves, it looks like you've been traveling for a while. Um... I can meet you at the southern gate at around 6 p.m. Uh, how about 6 a.m. tomorrow morning? Works for me. We have a date with the Nusty Nook. Dusty Nook. The Dusty Nook? Yes, that's the one. Oh, that's a fine establishment. I hope you will enjoy your, your food there. Thank you. We will see you in the morning. Do we need, does she give us back the, um... Oh, he takes it back, the teleportation scroll. Oh, no. She gives you that. No, she holds on to the letter from Alessander. Okay. Oh, we don't need that back to, um... Why would you need it back? I don't know. I'm just asking. So that you know that it's us and not some other brigands disguised as us. Well, seeing as the portal strips away illusion in some capacity. Right, but you want to know that it's us before you take us there. She says, how about this? I already handed your friend that that card of mine. Only a few number of people in this city have that card. Use that as your verification. Sounds good to me. You know that Ziva's writing that number on a toilet stall. <laughs> Call for a good time. Let chaos reign! You all go back downstairs, you leave the wall, and you head over to the dusty nook you are able to set starburst up in a in a little stall there and you walk into it it is dusty in the sense that it's quite dark in there and you see a person standing behind the bar it's kind of like short short dark hair and 
tattoos all over one of their arms and they have glasses. They're wearing a beautifully fit corseted top that makes their boobs just really pop and looks really great. (laughs) And they have this, they look at you all as you enter and this wonderful smile appears on their face and with a little bit of of a flourish, they just go, welcome to the dusty nook. How are you all today? Hi. We're doing wonderfully. Do you like shows? Well, of course. If I were to say, put on a show tonight, which uh, my traveling companions can assure you will be a good time. Very, very good. Very good. Mm -hmm. Could we perhaps use that to secure roomage for the night? Well, let's see how well it is, how well your performance goes before I decide how's that. Absolutely. Would you say maybe a 7 p.m. start? That sounds wonderful. You guys can, uh, performance goes poorly. I'll, uh, I'll be charging you two silver per room. We're good for it. No more than two to a room. And she looks at the group. Does Bia count? Oh, Bia, you're so sweet, this little adorable pseudo-dragon. No, no, um, I don't want to discount her and call her a... So we can be three to a room. You can be two plus Bia. Okay, perfect. You all get rooms. You can go upstairs and set up for the evening. Yeah, we'll take three rooms. Three rooms? Oh, because Alara and Varys want their own rooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, bunkmates, not bunkmates. Not yet. <laughs> so you guys all get your rooms, kind of camp out for a few hours. Seven o'clock rolls around. Ziva, what does your performance for the evening look like? I think today will just be a Lyra day. Um, she will find the sturdiest crossbeam and use her mage hand to pull up the uh, ring. Uh, it's got two straps and tie it to the crossbeam. You see the barkeep looks over at you and kind of gives a quizzical look, kind of wave you on and go, go ahead. So since since this isn't made for this, it won't go up and down. So in order for Ziva to reach the ring, she will need to use her levitate spell. So she will use her levitate spell, and I will just remind you that uh, she has used her Tides of Chaos recently. Whatever whatever chart you're using, she's happy. Use the happy chart. As you guys levitate, you kind of feel this almost like spectral fire collect around you. There's nothing actually on fire as you start to cast fairy fire centered on yourself. Make a performance check to see how well this is going. This is a natural 20 again. Bam. Every time she does a show, it is bangers. They're going to like <laughs> pay you to stay at this place. Yeah. <laughs> so Ziva walks to the center of the tavern with the music. She lifts her arms and casts Levitate. And as she rises, the sparkles are clinging to her form, highlighting it. When she rises high enough to sit on the top of the hoop, With the hanging strap between her thighs, she dispels the levitate and shows off that she has dispelled it by letting her body fall backwards and catching the bottom of the hoop in her hands and launching her body into three full revolutions each time shooting herself through the hoop before on the final revolution letting go at the exactly the right time to grab the top of the hoop and arch her body to the side as it comes back to the hoop to begin it to spin. She seems to flow effortlessly around and through the hoop, 
pausing in poses like the archer, the arabesque, and the aracocra. She performs feats of balance and grace and strength, sometimes tethered to the hoop by a single arm or just her shins. She ends the show hanging upside down with only the tops of her feet cradling the hoop before releasing into a falling flip landing on the ground in a bow. As you're finishing out your performance, again with that fairy fire kind of swinging around you almost like puffballs of glitter, it adds an extra layer of awe and fascination to your performance. Amara's just watching with like a huge smile on her face and her eyes are wide. Mm -hmm. The bartender looks at you after you come down and they look at you and go, we should be paying you to stay here. Oh my, what the fuck? As long as the populace enjoyed it and we have a place to sleep tonight, I am happy. Amara is clapping frantically. Applause from Varys as well. That was really good. You've got a place to stay tonight. Stay any night you're, you're in town. Thank you. She's so graceful and elegant. Mm -hmm. She's incredible. Truly. As you guys are getting ready for the night, is there anything that you'd all like to talk about before you are heading down into the portal in the morning? Does everybody just go to their rooms or would we like maybe congregate in uh, Ivy and Ziva's room for a second? Or what yeah. do you think? Yeah, just like a little check-in in Ivy and Ziva's room. I just, I need to warn you, if Ivy starts telling everybody about the Feywild, Ziva is going to fall asleep and hear none of it. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I think we all wind up in, in their room. Are there places for us to sit? I guess Alara would just sit on the floor, honestly. Yeah, there are, there are some chairs. There's another, there's some little like cushions and everything as well that you can sit on. You see Bia is taking up a lot of the bed yet again. <laughs> you guys can all chat for a few minutes before going to bed. So I think Alara's sitting on the floor and she's just kind of like absentmindedly petting Pearl. And uh, she'll be like, okay, so plan for tomorrow is we're going through the portal and we're taking really quick readings, getting some gems, and then popping back out. That's it. You don't want to go check in on your father or? No, I think um, if we did, it would be too long of a visit. My father's very long winded. Well, what if it's not? What if we have time? If we have time, for sure, but I, I just don't think we will have time. Okay, well, we'll keep an eye on the watch, because time moves weird there. So, like, you have been gone for a month, but you could have been gone for, like, years by their records, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe they want to see you, your dad. Where's your mom? Um, my mom is um, generally pretty busy with court stuff. My dad is a stay-at-home dad. Really, he does do court stuff, um, but not as much as my mom. My dad is actually kind of the one who fully raised me. Mm. I see. You hear in the corner Ziva just snoring as she, as you start talking more and more about the Fae. Exhausted. You can correct me if I'm wrong. No, no, it's very true. She finds Ivy's voice very soothing and uh, slowly drifts off to sleep, petting Bia. Who's <laughs> curled up on your chest. I mean, the, in plus the area um, that I had to hike to to get to the portal is probably about a week or two away from the city it, it's called a uh, felsamore would we have read about that in like storybooks you, you it'd be too deep you wouldn't know about it okay well you know i guess we'll just have to wait and see how the watch works when we get there um because it'll give us a very accurate um reading on you know what time and day it is here in oria well it'll give us a slightly delayed um which by the way speaking of how delayed are we talking 
Right now you're noticing, well, Varys, you're noticing that it's maybe just a like few seconds. A couple seconds off. It's on my wrist. How is he noticing? Because he's incredibly, incredibly perceptive. He's Varys. Perceptive now. Yes. <laughs> right now it's only a couple seconds off. Okay. So yeah, I mean, we'll just wait and see. And maybe we'll have time and we can go, you know, meet your parents. Yeah, it's, um, it's, city is great. Everyone's, um, so welcoming there. But, you know, when we, um, get inside check, everyone's so great. I mean, we've also heard Ivy say that piece, sh something that people blame you for 10 years. I know shit all. It's, that's a 16. It, well, I, it, that beat my deception. So what? What do I get? There was a, slight hesitation in ivy's voice when they said that when she said that and she's kind of moved fa past it really fast way too fast for someone who's being sincere so not very welcoming it's a city full of congress people i mean i i don't know it is what it is when we get through the portal there's a clearing right and then the, the trees are around it because that's where the portal was originally opened okay it should be easy to get a couple of readings see how things work out okay but uh, did you have any questions about the wild oh so many uh, questions that i can answer tonight <laughs> while we still get some sleep is there anything that like we should be um really uh aware of like to do and not to do how far are the gems from the portal um, uh, this, the, the gems are, depends really. If we go the way of the city, it's, a, it'll be about a week. If we go more towards the bad area, uh, it'll be closer. What's the bad area? The bad area. Oh, okay. I mean, this is not Fae related. I'm just really impressed with the fact that you made it past this whole town, um, when you came out of the portal. This, no. How? I didn't. You didn't, what? This town wasn't here. Okay, well, when I came out of the portal, I, well, she wouldn't, I, I think, would she assume? You would have assumed that, like, it, you were maybe on, like, a different air, different side of where this is. Like, you don't entirely mm -hmm. know, but you know that you did not see a city. And the way that you guys came is not exactly the way that you went. Is not, like, you reversing your footsteps when you were going to Dragon's Nest. It was a little bit off. Yeah, so when I came through, I didn't see a city at all. and um. Actually, now that I think about it, the way that I went to Dragon's Nest is kind of different than the way that we came to this city. Do you think that there's like another, there's like two openings? I guess when we get to the portal, you'll know if that was the one, right? I, I, I mean, I was told that there's just the one tunnel, essentially. It can't branch off. And I, I mean, I, w I was told by um, Titania, and I kind of trust her with my whole life, you know. Oh, sorry, who? T t Titania. That is that is a name that is a name that are that Alara would recognize from like children's storybooks as being the and you and Varys would recognize it too as being like because these books were tr were trying to like paint the Feywild as a kind of mischievous and terrible place. Titania is the leader of the Seely Court, the queen of the Seely Court, and was kind of painted in a more sinister light in these storybooks. But you would recognize the name Titania as queen of the Seely Court. Is that your matriarch? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Just a lot of like... You know the queen of the Seely Court personally? Yes. Holy shit. She was at my birth. She was, she was there for me. As I grew up. Wow. Are you like 
like royalty? There's really not royalty. I mean, if anything, an equivalent would be like a duchess, I guess. Oh my god. So, like, very fancy. Okay. <laughs> I love that that's the takeaway. Just, okay, very fancy. Well, I guess when we go, we'll see if it's the same portal that you came through. Um, And maybe we'll meet like the queen or something. This is so kind of wild, to be honest with you. It almost doesn't feel real. <laughs> um, but okay, I guess this is happening. So we're, we're doing this. Um, so interesting. So I think it's um, time to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Ziva's already three steps ahead of us. Thank you, Ivy, for telling us a bit about it. Yeah, of course. All right. As we walk out the door and the door closes, Alara's going to go, Hey, Varys. He's halfway down the hall. Yes. Why do you keep checking the boards in every town that we go into? Pearl is out, by the way. Just FYI. Be prepared to roll either a persuasion or a deception roll. You do not have to tell us which, because I'm sure Alara is going to do an insight check. All right. At advantage. At advantage. He come, He walks back over to her. He's thinking about the answer, like what to say. Because, um, yeah, he he looks like he's just thinking of a way to just like, explain it, really. He's like, honestly, I'm just making sure that we're not going into more trouble than we can handle. And also, usually where we check for posters like that, there's jobs sometimes, and I'm always looking for work, so. We haven't stayed in a town long enough to do any jobs, though. Sometimes there are quick ones. Roll your insight and roll your your opposing roll. That is awful. <laughs> now you know how I feel. Well, I want to know what I want to know what, what Alara got first. I think I beat you. Nineteen. You you beat me. You absolutely beat me. It's only a fourteen. I feel so validated when I beat somebody on a fucking insight check. <laughs> I give Pearl a little pat on her head because the first roll was a three. I'm not insight checking the quick work comment, by the way, so don't think you're going to wriggle out of that one. Damn it. Okay. Alara, when you mention, you know, we aren't, that you guys haven't been in many town in, in any of these towns long enough to do any real jobs, you caught Varys off guard. Usually a quick answer like that is enough to kind of get them, get them out of this sort of interrogation, but that caught them off guard and they paused a little too long. You can tell that they weren't looking for work necessarily. Necessarily, part of it might have been work, but not not all Wasn't of it. Wasn't the original, yeah, like the original intent. Okay. So you you know something's up that they're not telling you the full truth. Okay. So I think that I think that she will just kind of look at him for a second. She'll just be no. She's gonna look at him, um, and she's gonna shrug, and she's just gonna go, okay, good night, and she's gonna walk away, and she will go to bed. Uh, so after Ivy finishes her trance, she's going to kind of think about what they were all talking about before they started sleeping and how Varys said that they had questions but didn't ask them. Uh, so I think she wants to make sure everyone feels like as prepared as possible for the portal tomorrow. So Ivy is going to um, get up and quietly walk out the door she's not gonna put her shoes on or anything and she's going to kind of softly knock on Varys's door knowing full well he's still gonna fucking hear it damn right you are um because he's still awake hasn't slept yet cannot sleep so he ivy gets the the lovely uh joy of seeing Varys open the door with a fucking sword in his hand 
she just she doesn't even like flinch. She's like, "Hey, hello, is everything all right?" Oh yeah, everything's great. Um, I just kind of wanted to like check in on you. You said you had questions, and then you didn't really ask any of them. So I thought maybe I could just drop by and make sure. Um, I know this is kind of like a fucking lot, and you are the person that kind of I think believes me the most about everything. Oh. He he puts his sword away and like tosses it on the bed behind him. <laughs> she watches it bounce a little bit, <laughs> and he opens the door fully and says, "Um, did you want to come in?" Sure, yeah. And she walks in, shuts the door, and she sits on the bed next to the sword. <laughs> Not a care. Perfectly made. Hasn't been. He hasn't gotten into it once. Yeah. What What did you want to talk about? Well, what did you want to talk about? You have questions, and I probably have a lot of answers. Oh. <laughs> I have so many. How much time do you have? Well, I finished trancing, so I guess I technically have all night, but I think you need to sleep a little bit, right? Mm. Yeah, you're probably right. <sighs> um, so let's start with the most pressing questions. What is the biggest thing that you want to know about? So anything we should be aware of, be nervous or wary of, I suppose? I think as long as we stick to the plan of kind of like staying in the clearing and not going too far out, aside from getting Alara's rocks, we should be fine. Um, I don't really want to like get too much into the what ifs about it because I, I kind of find that speaking it into existence really does work. Valid point. This is your home. Is that if we... No, you said don't talk about what ifs. Yes. That, that kind of stuff really does ring true in the Fae. We don't take words lightly, if you could tell. <laughs> no kidding. Is it, is it true that they, the Fae don't, um, they don't lie? Is that true? Yes, that, that's very true. I don't know if you've ever known me to lie, and I can hear, so I don't know, it's just a force of habit. Fair, you did tell me on the first day where you came from. Not that you would know otherwise. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did. Um, and I don't know if I would have ever kept it from you, actually. <laughs> I'm quite, um, honestly, I'm quite uh, honoured about that, On to be truthful. Do, do Faye deal in names as well? Yes, oh, very much so. Um, names are very, very important. You have to make sure that you don't give someone your name. So if wording, can I have your name, not a good idea. Correct, yes. Okay. Make sure that you're always clarifying that they cannot have your name, but they can know your name. What happens if you give someone your name? It, you don't own it anymore. That's ominous. Essentially, it's, um, it can be as simple as now you have to have a new name, or it can be as simple as they own your body and soul. Oh, quite a difference. Quite a difference, yes. And unfortunately, you really can't bank on which one it's going to be. Fair. This must be so wild for you being over here. It is. So different. Wow. Creatures, anything that we would meet in that part of the Fae? Um, probably not that part. Maybe some, like, animals or something. Um, you know, we do have a couple weird-looking animals, so um, most of them are pretty harmless. But not in that part, which is why the portal was opened in that part. Makes sense. Don't touch the flora. I see. Oh, it, it, yeah, it's best not to. <laughs> it's best not to. All right. Um, Ivy, how do you, how do you, I don't know how to put this, honestly. Then just say it. How does your court view 
changelings. Changelings are great. Changelings kind of came over um, from what I understand like a couple thousand years ago from this plane actually. Changelings as a whole I found are people who want a place to belong, right? They don't really have much community or history of their own from from what i understand anyways i i only know a couple of them very lightly and so they came over here they came over from here to the fey to find a community and some of them went to one place and some of them came to us what's the other place they went to the underdark okay so they're not viewed as like monsters or anything of that no, no. We have real monsters. <laughs> People who can change their faces. <laughs> They're not monsters. I think that uh, as he hears you say that, he kind of smiles a little bit, actually. It's like, you know, other ones. Yes. Um, actually, my tailor was a changeling. Uh, she's very great. I love her to bits. Her name is Alice, and she is amazing because she can uh, transform into what you look like so you don't really have to go for a lot of fittings and so I can like get a dress and I don't have to go in for fittings because she can just like turn into me and it's really fucking cool she's so cool uh, and yeah there's um actually there's a change there's a changing couple on the courts they are the um the wizards oh my god that's amazing yeah um yeah they're kind of like aside from my dad they're kind of like the only non-Aladrin on the courts but it was uh, a really big deal for Titania to have representation and really there's only kind of like changelings and Aladrin and my dad <laughs> as a high <laughs> elf dad. <laughs> that's so cool you know I the reason why I ask and he kind of looks a little nervous <laughs> just a little bit and Varys isn't one to ever really look nervous about anything. She kind of like narrows her eyes a bit. Like, yes. Um, I ask because I've never met another one my whole life. Um, and there's very little I know about them or the history. Um, our history, I should say. I am a changeling. She sits with it for a moment and nods and goes, Okay, so is this your preferred form, or...? This is a new one I've taken on. My preferred one is Wanted. Ah. Uh, yeah. Probably by all the... people. Sure. <laughs> he just chuckles. It's like, I, um, I wanted to tell you first, because, one, well, you told me that you were from the Fae, so you took a leap of faith with me, and I wanted to take one with you. But I am cautious, so I wanted to know first how you would react. That is 100% fair, and I just want you to know that I don't regret telling you. Nor are you. Thank you. And she finger guns. <laughs> True ivy fashion. Alright, so you guys all sleep through the night, you get a long rest in, you wake up, and you all start heading out towards the south of town. It's early enough that not that it's not super busy. You're able to make your way through town pretty efficiently, all six of you in tow. And you see at the southern gate to the wall, you see Paula standing there waiting for you all. 
what would you all like to do? Say, good morning. We're ready to go through a portal. Hand, hand her the pastry that we brought her. We brought her a pastry from the Dusty Nook. Sure. Yeah, why not? She looks at Ziva and kind of like wryly smiles a little bit and just goes, do you have verification that you are who you say you are? We do indeed. Uh, in fact, a person who looked just like you gave us a card. <laughs> <laughs> I have absolutely no reason to dissuade you from from hiding who I am when it comes to getting you through this portal. It's wonderful to see you all, the unusual order. You live up to that name very aptly. Well done. Shall we go? Yes, please. Thank you. She guides you all down. It's about an hour's walk down into the caves. And so you're following Paula down and you're watching the cascade of rainbow colors through the rock as this, the morning sun hits the caves in this beautiful shimmering light. As you start to approach the bottom, you I want everybody to make a perception check, please. So it's like it's an inlet in the in the stone. So you're going down into the into the cove of the, the side of the cliff. The cliff side. That's an eight. Twenty-two. Uh fifteen. Eighteen. Ivy, you notice this slight shimmer to part of the air in front of you that's not part of the wall. It's not a shimmer from the light refracting off the surfaces of the of the coves. You recognize this as being the entrance to the portal, and it's about 50 feet ahead of you all right now. Does it look the same as when I came out of it? Like itself, obviously it's not the same place, but... It, you're not in the same spot, but it looks about the same. Everything, you that's how you're able to notice it so easily. You've seen a portal before. You know what they look like. A portal to the Feywild specifically, you know what it looks like. You can feel pretty comfortable and confident that this is an accurate port portal to the Feywild. Paola looks at you all and goes, well, we're here. We're where? We're at the bottom. The portal's just that way, about 50 feet ahead. I'm I'm not going any further. I'm not authorized to go through. Why is it going to like suck us through if we get too close? No, I'm just not. It's hard for me to see it, so I just don't want to accidentally go through. Okay. Wait. What? What? What do you think we're here for? Ziva, we're actually going into a portal. Do you think we were being ridiculous? <laughs> I thought we were going to the, like, city in the middle of the prismatic coves. No, we're going to the Feywild. Paolo looks at you and goes, The city near the prismatic coves is Terramond. It's up there. You just threw it. Um, this is the portal to the Feywild that has... No, no, not that city. Obviously, you guys aren't nearly magical enough. Okay. <laughs> Ivy takes Eva's hand and goes, it, let me show you. Do you trust me? Yes. Okay. So you all... Is Starburst with you? Yes. Okay. Alara just goes, I'm a little more nervous than I thought I would be. And she's just kind of like looking around and like, I guess, looking towards the portal. It'll be all right. Paolo looks at you all and goes, aren't you all going to go? We're going. Of course. As they get closer, Ivy says kind of quietly, all right, um, time for me to show you my home. And they go through the portal together. You all step through. As you're walking through the portal, Ivy, you get this very familiar feeling of kind of being pulled under a riptide in a way, where you're getting swept away and pulled in different directions. You're not entirely sure which way is up, and all of you kind of feel that. Only Ivy's like, yep, this is what it feels like, and it's awful. I think Alara goes through last. Okay, so you all go through at your own pace. You all step through Ivy and Alara spilling out onto the desk of a Tinkerer's Hall, a very ornate space. Varys and Ziva 
landing in the middle of a dark wood. And that is where we're going to leave it tonight. Oh, no. Oh, where the hell are we? Oh, my God. Oh, you no. split the party. You split you the party? You split the party. I'm so excited, but I'm so nervous and I feel so weird. Oh, my God. Thanks for listening, everyone. We are so grateful for all of the continued support. If you want more content, check out our Ko-Fi, where you can leave a tip or subscribe to support the podcast. And you can get access to early episodes, the Rainbow Dice Club chat after show, character journals, deleted scenes, and so much more. Special thanks to our Green Fiend Ko-Fi supporters, Josh at Tabletop Journeys Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on all socials at Rainbow Dice Club. And if you like what you hear, please consider leaving us a review. It helps us reach a lot more cool people like you. All right, friends, thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. And just remember that wherever you are in your journey, you are valid, you are accepted, and you are welcome at our table. Hey, everyone, Wayra here. Every month, we select a charity to support. And when we consider the trauma our community is facing right now, it only felt right to bring back the Trevor Project. For those who aren't familiar, the Trevor Project provides support and crisis intervention to our LGBTQ2IA plus youth 24 7, 365 days a year. They also conduct research, public education, and advocacy. The world is a scary place right now for our community. There is no question we've had a big setback in our history. We here at the Rainbow Dice Club will always be a safe space for every member of the LGBTQ2IA plus community, and that will never change. If there's anything the TTRPG community knows, it's that when one of our party members is attacked, we all roll for initiative. So, to all those who fight, we are with you. To all those who are still closeted and afraid, you are valid in your identity regardless of its visibility. To all those who are struggling, we hear you. If you need to step back and stay away from the events, that's okay. Rest and take the time you need. Know that you are not alone and these dark times in our history will not last forever. We hope you stick around with us to see it get better. Love you all, and please remember that no matter where you are in your self-discovery journey, you are valid, you are loved, you are accepted, and you are always welcome at our table. Are you struggling to schedule game nights, or worse yet, having them cancel at the last minute, turning your tears of joy into tears of despair? Yes. Well then, happy Tuesday. My name's Nick. And my name is Alan, and we are into the dungeon a duet style actual play ttrpg podcast with one gm and one player don't let anybody tell you that size matters oh no and come give us a listen to see how much fun a ttrpg can be with just two people we release a new episode every tuesday at 10 p.m central european time make sure to visit us at www.i2td.com that's the digit two until then Farewell, and hope to see you again as we delve into the dungeon. What did you need my help with, though? Oh, I, whatever the I want an advantage on the Arcana check. Oh. Whatever I was looking at cool. for the Arcana. Yeah, <laughs> she says that in character as a lot. Yeah. I just wanted advantage on the Arcana Sorry. check. The what? Um. <laughs> you take. 66 psychic damage <laughs> as you break the fourth wall. No, Amar is dead. Suddenly, the DM appears in the sky. Inside, the letter reads. The letter reads. I'm sorry, Varys. 
I knew you Come to my estate. (laughs) Don't bring the others. We've got some private conversations to have. (laughs) (laughs) I'm obsessed. (laughs) What did I miss? (laughs) It's just the fact that the three of you are all just sitting there staring at Laura's like, Laura spills spark, and the other three are like, you don't care. You'll have to pry my name from my cold, dead body, you motherfuckers. I'm obsessed that you decide to use Nightbreeze, which is a prominent family in color. Well, yeah. it was between um, Nightbreeze or I am from the Fae. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I should have. Um, why are you putting that in air quotes? It's literally a portal to another world. Yes. It's her first time portal pounding. <laughs> Ferris wants to leave. He wants to be anywhere but here. Laura didn't really say that. Laura absolutely said that. And she'll just kind of slap him. No. Oh my god. (laughs) You fucking liar. How Um, dare you lie to me? No. 